Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Billen is here as well. Kelly, look at this mood shadow lighting I got on me today. You noticing this? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, it's nighttime. Know what that's about. <laughs> it's like in the shadows on a numbers game. If there's something different, that usually means something's <laughs> wrong. That's all right. We could do the show like this. All the lights look on. Today on the show, Will Hill talk baseball and football with us. That's coming up momentarily. Mike Pritchard, our own Pritch. Uh, a recent host, former NFL wideout, and of course, national champion in college football. Pritch will be here with us. Jason Weigarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke in Southern Cali to talk Major League Baseball playoffs. And Jonathan Von Tobel. Do we get JVT every week on this show during the NBA season? Is that a, is that a truism? Yes, yes, it is. I truism. look forward to it. I look forward to it. You're like, yeah, whatever you said, Gil. JVT, Jonathan Von Schobel, our recent senior NBA analyst. Talk about the NBA. We will talk about the uh, the two games last night real briefly in the uh, NBA. First, though, uh, baseball not so hot for me yesterday as the Cleveland Guardians series ticket, nor the Game 5 Bryce got home. I was texting with Adam Burke, lifelong Cleveland baseball fan, throughout. He was not happy. I agreed with him. This felt fait accompli as soon as they postponed the game the previous night. So it just sort of triggered that the Yankees would have everybody available. Cole, if they needed him for an inning plus. Sent him out to the hotels on Staten Island. Yeah, they had to change their hotels. Although they kind of knew that that was a possibility if there was a postponement. So I can't really kill them so much. I mean, I can't, can't really blame anybody but the uh, Guardians for that. But then they, you know, they decided, Francona just seemed real nonchalant. He decided to go... The whole time he seems nonchalant. This is a different version of uh, Tito Francona from the Red Sox. He went with Savali. The strike zone was not conducive. Let's let's put it that way to Savali. Anyway, Yankees get it done. Yankees are playing the Astros. That series, uh, that starts tonight. And then the Padres, who I have in the series in Game 1. The Padres lose 2 to nothing to the Phillies yesterday. Game 1 of the National League Championship Series. A combined one-hitter. For the Philadelphia Phillies? Is that how that ended up? Yep. My goodness. Four total hits in the game. What a thriller. Zach Wheeler going seven strong, giving up just one hit. Eight Ks against one walk. You Darvish was good. He just wasn't Zach Wheeler great. And the only two mistakes, by the way, Will Myers with the only hit for the Padres, the only two mistakes, if you can call them mistakes, Bryce Harper solo Jimmy Jam, and then Kyle Schwarber to the moon. Did you see that shot? I did see that one live. I did not I did not see uh the other one, but uh, 488 feet they said. 
the hardest hit ball in the StatCast era. Really? That's, what, that's, that that's what they said at the time. Maybe, wow. maybe they shifted since. But I the, mean, he hammered that thing. I saw that live. That, that, was, that went far. Whew. I mean, it wasn't Barry Bonds 2002 against the Angels far, but that was far. My goodness. Yes, I wedged him into the show. So the Phillies take a one and nothing lead, the best of seven National League Championship Series. Uh, Padres will uh, go at it again with the Phillies. I, ha- I have not put that bet into my account yet, but I would imagine I will have a Padres bet here by the end of the show on that. Steering clear of the Astros-Yankees. I think that is appropriately priced. I think the Astros are the better team, and I expect the Astros to get it done against the Yankees every which way. I mean, I, I know it's ba- baseball. These guys are used to traveling, too, but that's still got to be a tough spot coming out off of all that stuff the past few days. Of course. We talked about this on the run-up when we were doing those Braves bets to win the NL East. We're like, look at this playoff schedule, how it's crunched up yeah. at the end of both the, the wild card, well, excuse me, the division series and the championship series. And if we, they didn't even factor in the possibility of delays. And now, there's, remember, there was in the division series, you had, to, you had to have consecutive days with travel. That was always there. And now with postponements, now you immediately go and play the other series. Yeah, I mean, because we, we talked a lot last week about the possibility of them having to play those, you know, four four days in a row, right? But it's almost it's almost worse when you had to basically prepare for, what, six days in a row? Prepare slash play for six days in a row, and then you got to turn around here and go on the road here to Houston today. I just, uh, just played the Padres minus 113 today in game number two. Uh, going back to the well on that today, that's uh, Aaron Nola going for the Phillies. Phillies got the Wheeler-Nola thing up top. And uh, Blake Snell going for the Padres. Second game today is that National League, excuse me, the American League Championship Series, uh, Championship Series game number one. The Yankees, who were going to start Jamison Tyon in game number five, but because of the postponement due to rain, scuttle him now to game one of this series against the Astros. They, of course, went with Nestor Cortez, who got it done for them yesterday. So... Bet on the Padres. I'm in at uh, minus 113, Kelly, here in game two. No play on the Yankees and the Astros. I do have two tennis picks today. You want some tennis? Want to revert back to tennis, everybody? Let's go. Let's do that. Uh, Victoria Azarenka, minus 125 over Paula Badosa. That is in Guadalajara. Had to say it that way, Kelly. Sorry. Victoria Azarenka, minus 125. She's a couple ticks above that right now, but I would still – what are you seeing on her? Let me see right now. I'll tell you what I'm seeing. On Azarenka, I got her in minus 125 last night. She's minus 133. I would not let it get higher than, like, minus 138-ish. Don't let it get out of the minus 130s, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, so it's still playable at the current price. And then I do have Jack Draper. Uh, this one is in, is it in Naples or Ant? It's in Antwerp. Uh, so, again, multiple tournaments going on, both on the ATP and the WTA side. But I do have Jack Draper as a plus 115 dog against Uber Urkatz. He's about plus 112, still very playable in tennis today. You got anything, Kelly? Yeah, I do got a couple bets today. Um, see, Jared Allen over 10.5 rebounds tonight. Cavaliers uh, visit the Toronto Raptors. Raptors going to be rolling out a small, small lineup. and be seeing a lot of small ball, a lot of Pascal Siakam at the five for them this year. Um, great length, great size as a team overall, but Jared Allen is going to be tough for them to handle down low. So just a, just a player prop bet for me in the NBA tonight. Not really any not really any sides or totals I'm looking at playing tonight. Maybe something live, Gil. Um, 
that was something. Recognized that a couple days out. There really wasn't much on this card that, that I liked from a side or total standpoint. I'm always always entering the NBA season slow and lightly. Uh, and, you know, the 76ers bet didn't work out well last night. Good example of that. Uh, and then a few golf bets we'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, CJ Cup just playing a few outrights. Got to remember a lot of these guys in Japan last week. A lot of these guys have not played uh, recently here, um, but Justin Thomas sixteen to one, Sung JM twenty two to one, Camp Davis eighty to one. Just a few outright bets for the CJ Cup. It starts tomorrow in South Carolina. We're also uh, in addition to talking about golf with Kelly later. We'll talk NFL adjusted season win totals by request by popular demand. NFL adjusted season win totals on the show later and Survivor talk. My goodness, are there a lot of Survivor candidates this week? I have ten candidates. Ten. Yeah, Some yeah. weeks are not created like others. Uh, some news and notes. Russell Westbrook, and we'll get to the games, uh, the NBA games here momentarily from last night. Russell Westbrook saying he absolutely believes, listen to this, that the Lakers and Lakers coach Darvin Ham specifically, his decision to bring Westbrook off the bench in L.A.'s preseason finale could have caused his hamstring strain that he suffered last night. Or that night. He suffered me. that night. Yeah. That night. He's still playing yesterday, Yeah, he though. played last night. He yeah. actually played okay. It's just... I think that's a it's a great example, and if you watch that game last night, this Lakers team is it's LeBron and Anthony Davis as long as Anthony Davis is healthy, and uh-huh. it's for the most part it's a bunch of other guys and not much not much talent there, and, and there just doesn't seem to be much of a plan. And Westbrook kind of is the perfect example of that watching him out there, and uh, yeah, I think I think this is a slight shot at. I mean, we're we're wondering how this Westbrook Patrick Beverly. Lakers experiments all going to work. I think this is pretty evident that Russell Westbrook is not happy with the idea of him possibly coming off the bench just, at some point this season and leading a second unit just, as point guard. Just divorce already. I, it's Come on. They also were playing the Warriors, it should be pointed out, who, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Kelly, are the defending NBA champions, having won four titles in the last eight years. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, Steph with 33 yesterday. Andrew Wiggins with 20, Clay with 18. And how about Jamichael Green off the bench with uh, 8 and 7, 8.7 boards? He's a great pickup. Watching that game last night, Kill, like this team is, I, I am not going to make the mistake I made last year, right? I am not going to underrate your Warriors at all this year. This, is a, this, is a, this could be a scary, scary season for anybody facing the Warriors out west of this of this. Not out with the old, in with the new, but them kind of the perfect timing of the old, the old guard and the new guard combining. And if you get these minutes from Wiseman and Kaminga and Jordan Poole, all continue to play better. Uh, uh, you got uh, uh, Jermichael Green, who they brought in. Um, I mean, there's a lot of talent on that team and a lot of young talent that they're going to be able to work through. I, I think this. I think this plan they have that Steve Kerr has of kind of playing these, uh, playing some of the older guys less minutes throughout the season is is a, is a smart one. I think it's going to work out well. I think more teams should use that approach instead of using load management nights and taking entire nights off. Um, I, I I think this team is scary out west. There is, I think there's a lot of unknowns in the Western Conference this year. Gil, the Warriors are not one of them. Not one of them. And again, as we said yesterday, they've already done. The Warriors have something that is a historical anomaly. They went to the they went from the top to the bottom and back to the top without having a full rebuild. And now they're trying to do the transition, as Kelly was just talking about, from the older guard to the younger guard without having to do a full rebuild. So it's it's amazing. 
uh, historical anomaly of a franchise in that respect. And then it was the Celtics who got it done, as you mentioned, against the uh, Sixers last night, 126 to 117. Uh, you ready to make a one game quick take on some of this, which is, oh, sure. Aren't they kind of like, like any pre- any thoughts that these two teams might be different might be premature? I guess let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, look, you, you've seen a lot of the problems we expected or the problems we expected to see with each one of these teams you saw last night. Not a lot of size for Boston when they got to go up against size. That didn't end up mattering for them in the end last night because a lot of turnovers and easy buckets uh, from Philadelphia. Um, that didn't wasn't a problem. And look, the 76ers, that starting lineup looks fantastic. What's behind it, though? As always, right? So this is the new look bench. Obviously, it's only one game. There's 81 left, but... Uh, last night, only 11 points from that bench, from the new look bench. But as you said, the starters, and James Harden particularly, looking fantastic yep. uh, with 35 points. But in defeat, as the Jason Tatum-Jalen Brown duo did their thing, 35 apiece. And I think we've uh, long put to rest the notion that those two couldn't play with each other. No hiccup with a brand-new coach either. We'll come back. Will Hill, his baseball thoughts and NFL thoughts on the other side. Numbers Game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. And start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 
877-522-4700. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Kelly Midlin Bidlin. It's Midlin season, Kelly, with the NBA. You love that. It is, man. It is. Didn't dabble in any of it last night. Only two games. We'll see. I don't jump in too, too heavy live till later. I would say, you know, a month or two into the season at least, but... Is your we'll is your middling usually two in game bets or one pre flop and one in game? Uh, it depends. It, it yeah. could be two in games or I or I'm taking a, a longer dog pre game and then trying to trying to get off of it in game. All right, we get tweets that beating the book. Always appreciate the the uh, feedback already here on the show. James the James uh, the James what is it G, the James Lloyd? He said uh, over under on Gil wedging Barry Lamar into the show. Who had four minutes? Hey James, I already made fun of myself. You can't pile on when the guy makes fun of himself. Uh, Brad, it's at uh, Spiderweb. Said, good morning, numbers game family. If Cleveland was going to play a bullpen game, why start Savale, which hasn't pitched, who hasn't pitched in over two weeks? Why not start your ace Bieber and get three innings out of him, then go to the pen? I feel Francona made some horrible decisions when it mattered most. I, that's what I was trying to get at there, uh, Brad. I, I just, I don't know. Just felt a little off and, and a, a much more astute Guardian's uh, you know, follower than I, Adam Burke, sort of says he has not liked Terry Francona's in-game managing or even just sort of on the field managing at all in any sense. So um, he'd be with you on that. Uh, angriest Guy in New Jersey has a very angry tweet about uh, us apparently not being on Game Plus this morning, Kelly, for guys playing video games. He's not, oh, he's not very happy. He's not very happy about that. Uh, Ray, wreaking havoc. Wh- who, what was the tennis pick? Uh, Jack Draper on the men's side. And on the ladies' side, Victoria Azarenka. There you go. Two names we can actually latch onto there. Um, some other uh, notes, by the way. Ravens have finalized the Deshaun, ja- uh, Deshaun Jackson deal. He's being signed to a practice squad. So Deshaun Jackson, D-Jax, joining the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, a, a pickup that has, I would say, they've long needed help at wide receiver. Although Devin DuVernay has done very well uh, thus far this year. And if you missed it yesterday, Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke going to start on Sunday against the Packers after Carson Wentz underwent surgery on a fractured ring finger on his throwing hand, which he suffered against the Bears. That per uh, Coach Ron Rivera, they announced that yesterday. Wentz out four to six weeks. Let's go, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, how, how many Washington fans are really that upset about that? Not a one. Yeah. Everyone's pumped because now we have the threat of legs, the threat of running, the threat of multi-dimension. And then in case you missed this yesterday, the UFC now prohibiting its fighters from betting on UFC fights, according to a memo sent to athletes and their teams Monday by UFC Chief Business Officer Hunter Campbell. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't know if, it, you know, like that's a that's a very common thing for UFC fighters to often bet on themselves. Or often have, you they, been, have you been around them when they're betting on other UFC fights, by the way? Oh, yeah, that oh. was the other one I brought up yesterday. It is an aggressive testosterone-filled experience. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, I, I don't know, Gil, I don't know about you, but it feels like this is a little bit one of those uh, smoke, where's the fire story at, you know what I mean? Might I, be some behind I, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. William Hill's here, everybody. Will Hill at not the Will Hill on Twitter. William Hilliam, as we like to call him, always got uh, always has bets going on. He joins us now from a, uh, from, I guess New York City somewhere outside of New York. How you doing, man? I mean, we angriest guy in New Jersey. That's my request for the morning. Something about the angriest guy in New Jersey. His audio is coming in and out for us, so we'll have to work on that with uh, Will Hill. But it was angriest guy. I think he needs a, str- a, a flow of tweets from the angriest guy in New Jersey. We do too, by the way. Always entertaining. Always ornery. Um, as far as Survivor, which we'll do a segment about later on the show, and I said there's 10 candidates. 10. It's 14 football games. 10 candidates. 
uh, in terms of spreads. One of them, and I'll just start with one of them because this is the anomaly of them. Nine of them are the biggest spreads on the board, but the one sort of anomaly is I wedge the Cardinals on Thursday night in there. I don't want to give away the whole list, but let's just the Thursday night game here, Kelly. And the reason that the Cardinals get on there is because the, the Saints are going to be without Michael Thomas, yep. Jarvis Landry, yep. and perhaps they will get Chris Olave back, but perhaps most significantly, they will be without Marshawn Lattimore tomorrow night. And the Cardinals simultaneously getting DeAndre Hopkins back from a six-game PED suspension. Would you take a flyer? As I'm saying this, it's ridiculous. Right? I put a bet in. It's not ridiculous. I mean, I ha- I put them on the list. They're the only they're the only outlier on this list of candidates because of those injuries on the Saints' side. Would you consider the Cardinals as a as a survivor selection this week? I think there might be better candidates from a survivor standpoint. This did get a small bet out of me yesterday. Okay. I found I found a 118 money line here in town. I bet the Cardinals on the money line. Um, Everything you just said about the Saints, you get New Hopkins back. Uh, I mean, like, like he's coming off suspension, healthy. I'm sorry, I still think he's one of the best wide receivers Me in the too. game. I think Kyler Murray has an unbelievable connection with him. I think you're going to see a lot of him early and often. Um, the other thing that Arizona's been doing the past couple weeks that they weren't doing earlier in the season is Kyler Murray's running with the ball. And I'm sorry, your t- this team is always going to be better when Kyler Murray runs with the ball. So. I, yeah, yeah, Gil, I, I was surprised. I think when we were sitting here just two days ago on Monday, I, I really kind of brushed this game off as, you know, who knows, flip a coin. I'm not going to get in on this action. But as we've seen the Saints injuries start to stack up, um, yeah, got it, got it. it's a small bet for me. But it got a bet out of me yesterday. Want to roll with Survivor here? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Nine other candidates. We go to Sunday. Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals have to be a candidate. Now, if you're in Circa... And you're going for that seventh million and not the six million. I guess there's a bonus consideration if you're thinking about that. Because again, if you don't use the Rams and the Bengals, you get to the promised land, then you get the extra million. So there's that. Uh, the Bengals also have, and by the way, the Bengals are hosting the Falcons here this week. The Bengals, not quite a seven point favorite, a six point favorite in this game against the Falcons. There is another thing with the Bengals where they have a home game against Carolina in week nine. So there is perhaps a better opportunity on paper where they'll be a bigger favorite, everybody stays healthy, two weeks when they host Carolina. So keep that in mind when considering the Bengals. Cowboys hosting the Detroit Lions. There is a Thanksgiving consideration for those in Circa Survivor. But for those who are not even in that, there is a home game against Chicago for the Cowboys in Week 8 next week, the week after this. There's an away game against the Texans in Week 14, if you're considering the Cowboys here hosting the Lions. Maybe you prefer this matchup. Maybe you don't, based on what I just mentioned. How about the Packers, who are at the Washington Commanders? Do you trust the Green Bay Packers? They have an away game against the Bears on uh, Week 13, and they still have two games against the Lions, home and away, still to come. Got to save them. Yeah, I don't trust them. I'm, I'm so glad I've used them that I don't have to consider them. Yep. Tampa Bay, for those that haven't used Tampa Bay, there's a home game. Now, Tampa Bay this week, as a consideration, Tampa Bay coming off their horrific loss at Pittsburgh, they're at Carolina. They still have a home game against Carolina all the way in Week 17. 
which would obviously be on paper anyway more favorable than the away game, I guess. They're 11-point favorites on the road against Carolina. But Week 17, for those in, in Circus Survivor, and Circus Survivor kind of reflects all survivors around the country, are these Survivor pools getting to Week 17? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. So maybe this is the chance to get rid of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I do mean get rid of. I, I See, I still believe, Gil, and I know we differ on this team. I still believe the Buccaneers are going to get better and more complete at some point this season. Tom Brady's going to care less and less. So I don't, I don't, I don't know that I would use them here, but that's, I think it's what I think it's what you feel. Yeah, it's how you feel about the Bucks. It, you and I differ on them, right? For sure. The one thing I think we can agree on, though, is look, this Panthers team is bad. I also don't think they're getting any better at any point, <laughs> right? Like, I actually think the Bucks are going to get better. I don't think the Panthers are getting any better than what you're seeing right now. We're only halfway through this list. There are so many this week. Baltimore. How about Baltimore? Baltimore Ravens. For those who haven't used them, I have. Ravens are hosting the Browns. The Ravens do have a home game against Carolina. Yes, if you're wondering, am I picking on Carolina? I am. I think they're the worst. Been thinking that for three weeks yeah. now. They have a home game against Carolina week 11. Maybe you save them for that. How about the Raiders? Per the schedule, this Raiders game, they host the Texans this week. This is your last best home opportunity, home game opportunity for the Raiders. There are some ones on the road you might consider them, but as far as home games, this is probably it. I think I'd be willing to roll the dice. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a serious consideration yeah. on the Raiders. That would be up there on my list. Chargers, this is the last best home opportunity to use them. Man. Hosting the Seahawks. Oh, they're dicey. You can't play that. You I don't think you can play that. I don't think you can either. Dolphins, there's a Christmas consideration for Circa. I don't think they'll we'll get that far. They play on the road against the Bears week nine and they host Houston week twelve. Dolphins here this week are hosting the Steelers. Maybe you use them. And then Monday night, the Patriots. This is the last best opportunity to use the Patriots hosting the Bears on Monday night. I think the Patriots are a very strong consideration as well. Ten candidates in Survivor. What are you going to do? Coming back with Will Hill next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't subscribed yet, VSIN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 to get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VSIN has to offer, including our 24 7 live shows and subscriber only betting guides to college bowl season and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You also get VEASAN subscriber-only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. It's the best bet in the game, $99. That's it for VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We had tweets beating the book. Matthew Mayberry talking about the uh, Guardians yesterday. He said, I thought getting the lead for the Guardians last night was so important. If you're going to go bullpen, just let Klasse or uh, Karen Jack give you as much as they can and then piece it together by matchups from there. That was the way to play it. Yeah, man, I I didn't get it. I just didn't get it. This is from uh, FG, FG II79. He said, "Sorry, but Gill is spot on here." Oh, he's re- he's referring to our uh, our spirited debate yesterday. Would you call that a spirited debate, Kelly, between uh, me and Sporer about the uh, is this good long term for baseball thing? 
I don't know. I didn't get enough tweets about it yesterday. I need more <laughs> tweets about it. Is actually the Twitter conversation confused me even more. I was like, wait, what? I'm still now. I'm even more confused on the sides that these guys were taking because of all everybody tweeting in about it. It was fascinating to me. It Again, was a good spirited the, debate. The yeah, subject yes. was is if baseball continues to have an ever-widening chasm between the haves and the have-nots, so the best teams are no longer 100 and 101 win teams, but are now 107 or 108 wins, which has been the trend the last four years. And then you are simultaneously reducing the postseason series to best of threes and creating situations where those really Goliath teams during the regular season are bounced that much earlier. While we still enjoy the postseason because it's awesome, while we still enjoy betting on it because that's awesome, is it good for the long-term viability of the game? And people have trouble holding those two thoughts in their heads at the same time. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, this is also from uh, Nathan. Uh, Nathan's just shocked. He says, uh, Nostra 21, he says, shocked I see a book posting now as a rank at minus 147. Swear I can't make this up. It, it, listen, we do have a little impact on the tennis lines when we uh, put well, it on the Well, I think he's talking show. about the split there, right? Yeah, minus 147, oh. minus 101 on oh, the other yes, side. Oh, yes, he is. You're yeah. right. My, I'm sorry, I missed that. Minus 147, minus 101. Talk about the straddle on that. My goodness. Sorry, I missed that. Oh, Web 12-66, Angriest Guy in New Jersey did uh, did acquiesce to what, uh, or did, uh, you know, make Will Hill's request come true. He says, "I want you want another tweet? Who the hell is handling the replays for the Guardians? You better look for another job. Yeah, there was a play at first base <laughs> where Anthony Rizzo didn't even get to the bag. He was clearly safe. I can't remember who it was at the time. It was safe at first. They didn't even re- they didn't even challenge it. If you think you're safe out there, you're not. Angry Sky New Jersey's coming for you. Oh, Look if you're doing the replay for the Guardians game. He don't care. He don't care. And then finally, uh, A. Brown, he says, Saints injuries were the same story last week. And the Bengals barely snuck by late. Do we really think Arizona's any better than Cincy? Fair. It's a fair point. Uh, Hopkins, no Lattimore. I mean, the difference is on the road versus Maybe. home. Maybe, right? yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that's a difference. Fair. Will Hill joins us, everybody, and not the Will Hill. How you doing, Will? Gilly, what's going on? Yeah, angriest guy in New Jersey. I'm looking for a, a spinoff or something because he's always coming with fire. And he uh, <laughs> he makes a good point. The Guardians challenged too. I think it was on Sunday night where they, it wasn't even close. And they lost both their challenges. And yesterday, the guy's safe by a mile, and they don't challenge that. V- very bizarre. That was very bizarre and just very sort of like deflating. Like, are you even present, Terry Francona, coming? Like, are you guys even? You know, this is a game five, right? Someone had to tell him. Um, where did you? Where do you stand on these two today? Game one between the Astros and the Yankees. Astros big favorites here with Justin Verlander on the mound, although he did not have a good performance last time out. And then game two of the Padres and the Phillies, with the Phillies up one nothing in that series. Aaron Nola going up against Blake Snell. Any bets? Uh, I'm going head to head with you in, in the Phillies and the Padres. I just I just trust Nola more. I mean, he walks so many fewer batters than Snell. I mean, look at Snell. I think he's like. 60 walks in like 120-something innings, while Noah, I mean, 220 innings, and he's only like low 30s in walks. So Noah's going to give you more innings. He's going to keep his pitch count down. Snell labors through these games where he's going to give you, you know, four or five innings sometimes if he's not on. He just, uh, he, he's so inefficient with his pitch count that I trust Noah more. Uh, I get plus money with the Phillies, and I think it's going to be 2 nothing Phillies. So I know you're... Uh, I know you're on the Padres here, but you are going down, Biatch. It's going to be two nothing Philly. <laughs> I'm going down, Biatch. He said that could very well be. Will could very well be. Um, and the, the Phillies just bucking everything from their. Uh, you know, again, remember the the run up to the end of the season, the, the home stretch. 
if it weren't yes. for, if it weren't for the Brewers absolutely refusing to make the postseason, one of these teams might not even be here to begin with. But yet here we are. And I think this is what bothers you and what bothers me, and it does bother me. I'm totally on your side. Is we had this epic pennant race between the Mets and the Braves all summer. We're scoreboard watching. It comes down to the last weekend of the season. They're playing head to head. And two weeks later, they're both out in the third-place team. is a few wins away from the World Series. It's pretty ridiculous to sit here for six months, 162 days, play every game, and then it's really just a coin flip once you get to the playoffs. It's fun to watch. It's fun to bet, like you said. But I just don't know why we play all these games. I guess what I'm saying, yeah. And and again, the, the point being... That's all lovely, as you were saying. That's all lovely. People immediately go back to that. It's like, no, 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 that's not what we're arguing. What we're arguing is... If, if 162 games becomes meaningless, how, how much longer can you do this where people are just going to be like, well, none of this matters. We'll just show up for the postseason. Then. Um, okay, let's go to the NFL. What do you like this week, week number seven? I just went through survivor candidates. But from a betting standpoint, what do you like? My favorite bet is a little, a little in the woods, but it's the Bears team total. I don't know if you can still get 14 and a half. I don't want to give out a steal number. That's what I bet yesterday. I didn't look at the lines this morning. But I just don't see the Bears scoring more than a couple touchdowns. To me, Belichick takes away what you do best. And for him to face a flawed team like Chicago, uh, I think he'll really be able to limit what they do. You know, I, I think he'll I, probably I, be concerned about uh, offense uh, figuring it. it I'm, I'm sorry to turn the ball over. I'm sorry to interrupt, Will. I said that on guessing lines. They take away what you do best. But then we sort of laughed. We're like, what do the Bears do best? Run, I guess. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I just don't see how you know the Chicago scores more than you know ten or thirteen points. I could see New England really, really smothering Chicago. All right, so a team total under on the Bears. Sorry about the delay, everybody. I apologize for that. Um, okay, what uh, besides that? Have you bet anything besides the team total on the Bears Monday night? Anything Sunday? I bet Indy. There was a three minus one twenty. Uh, I just think those two teams are even. I can't get to three to a home field advantage with Tennessee. So. To me, that's more of a toss-up game. You maybe give a point and a half for home field for Tennessee, but I did bet Indy plus the three, and I also bet the Giants plus the three, and I put a little more on Brian Dable to win coach of the year. There was a plus 650 at DraftKings, and I was I, I was thinking about this yesterday because this is what it's going to come down to for coach of the year. Eagles are probably going to be like 15-2. and two. If the Giants win 10 or 11 games and get in the playoffs, who's got the sentiment for coach of the year? Is Sirianni at 15, 15 and 2, or is it Dayball with an 11 10 win Giants team? Do you, you did the New York City cast. Do you view, because I, I heard some, I didn't hear, but I, I was sort of anecdotally just came across some people yesterday sort of putting the Giants and the Jets in the same bucket. Parlay and I were talking about this, where, you know, they were both sort of characterized as much more fortunate. Then they're, you know, much more fortunate than they are skilled. And I had a little problem with that, right? And I think Parlay did too. He's a Jets fan. But I, I feel like I feel like the Jets have players and really have, you know, yes, they've overcome perhaps poor quarterback or mediocre quarterback play. I'll give you that. Even the Giants, though, who have been fortunate, are we kind of not giving them credit they deserve also? Um, I, I think you make a good point. I think the Jets have better players. The Giants have had a little, what do you call it, Plinko, and they've had a softer schedule here where, you know, they got Carolina, they got Tennessee to miss a kick at the buzzer. They did beat Green Bay, which is a nice win, but, hey, they could have easily lost that game 20, down 20-10 to 10 against the Ravens the other day, which is, look, it, it, it's a lot of these games that can go either way. So 
I think the Jets are a little more talented. The Giants just, man, that's an easy schedule. They get Jacksonville this week. That's not unrealistic. They go to 6-1, and one, which is even crazy to say out loud. And then they still play the Texans, the Lions, the Seahawks, your Washington commanding football team twice. <laughs> uh, there's a pattern where the Giants literally get to like 11 wins. They're a verb now, the Washington commanding football team. Uh, okay, did I? Did we shortchange you? Any other plays here in the NFL? Week seven. I think that's it. Am I crazy for wanting to take a shot? I don't. I don't think I answered your Yankees Astros thing. Am I crazy for wanting to take a chance on the Yankees plus one sixty five, one seventy for the series? Is that a little longer of a price, or are they just uh-huh. drawing dead here against Houston? I, I mean, they're not drawing dead, but I, I really think Houston is the better baseball team. Um, and I, I don't know that I would in the same way that I did take the Guardians and I did take the Padres in the previous series where I thought they were both live. Padres got there. Guardians did not, sadly. Um, I don't I don't know if I feel like the Yankees. Like, I don't see that happening. I think the Astros um, are the better baseball team all the way around. And the problem, as you know, with the Yankees here, based on, again, this postseason schedule, is we have a we have a couple starters here at the beginning for the Yankees. This is now how, This is not how they would have planned it, right? Tyone today is an issue, but after you get through today, you do have you go Severino for two, Cole for three, and Cortez for four, which is pretty good. I think mean, you do have a pretty good rotation. The problem is the back of the game, the Peraltas, the Loisigas of the world. I mean, if you're in a 3-3 game in the bottom of the seventh against Houston, having to go through that lineup with Peralta, Loisiga, Holmes, that could be an issue. So I think that's where the Yankees run into trouble, but it's getting to the point where I'm tempted to bet on the Yankees in the series play. Okay. All right. I might be tempted to bet a Houston correct series outcome. Will Hill, everybody, right here on the show. We'll do adjusted season win totals next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs>
numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus. When they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program, just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in... Mississippi and Nevada. Bill Hooker wants to know on Twitter. He goes, uh, I'll paraphrase here. Well, I don't have to paraphrase. Why don't I just read it? He said, uh, with so many, he said, doesn't so many survivor choices correlate to several teaser opportunities? Yeah, I'd like to say it does, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a great point. It should. It should, but teasers have been. Yeah, yeah, they've been a little tough. Um, and I think I think more for me this week, Gil, it's the, I mean, we we went through that whole list, and I, there's not that many I'm jumping out, I'm jumping out really telling anybody to play in Survivor already, even though it's, what was a list of eight teams or whatever? So no, I like I haven't made a single teaser play yet this week. I don't know that I'll have one. I might. Um, I did do a Bengals Raiders Moneyline Parlay, because as usual, Compare your bunny line parlay prices to your teaser prices. That was a little bit cheaper, so did that. That could have been a pro tip of the hour. Yeah, it could have been. Instead, we want to harken back to yesterday, because here's the thing. Sometimes we say nothing of consequence. <laughs> then sometimes we say 25 things of confidence of consequence like on a show. We What's like that? to harken. We like to harken. We harken back. Uh, recognize, we said this yesterday, recognize which times of year and which sports you bet best. That seems very simple. seems very straightforward. But it requires a bit of humility. Recognize which times of year and which sports you bet best should be willing to bet more on those sports and events than other sports throughout the year. And what I would like to also add to this is it ain't static. So if baseball was once your best sport, doesn't mean that it always will be. That applies to golf. That applies to tennis. That applies to everything. You have to be willing to admit when the edge is gone or if the edge never was. Totally. Totally. Or I, I, golf's yeah. a good example for me. Gil, I've bet golf for ten years. The amount I bet the past three years is way more than what I was betting five, six years, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, sports like baseball. I mean, we we joke about me. I mean, you, I used to bet those six. I used to bet baseball six, seven years ago. I barely pay attention to the game now. Baseball was my, as I said, my number one betting sport. Nothing was a close second. wasn't even close. Now I wait till the end of the year before I bet it. Mm-hmm. Just how it kind of works for me. That doesn't mean that that's the way to go. It matters what works for you. Yes. Some people like college basketball at the beginning of the season. They swear by that. Whatever it is, that's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. Whatever it is, be good about recognizing it. Be humble about your own uh, weaknesses. Also, if, I think if there's, look, if there's flaws in your betting game, as long as you recognize it, that's okay. Like, you know, kill example, I bet more on the NFL than I should. Oh, <laughs> like, and I know do. that. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> that's a great point. Wait, listen, we, there are some, we are all human. Right, yeah. I am very aware of that, yes. though, that I bet more on it than I should. <laughs> For sure. 
Absolutely. We used to joke about on primetime action. And I say I joked about it during the break. You know, am I going to have a few cocktails and maybe wind up betting every fight on the UFC card on on Saturday night? It could happen. It happens often. We did it when we on primetime action when we would have Andy McNeil or Jake Hahn on. And we would specifically talk about these huge dogs, these huge underdogs in hockey. I'm so glad you just brought that up. Because there, one got home the other night. There was a ton that hit last night. Yeah, there was. A, I mean, Arizona Coyotes got home as a four dollar dog the other day, a couple nights ago. People were, were tweeting about this, how we used to do this on primetime action all the time. What's interesting is that when we would, and so that just falls under the example of stuff we wouldn't necessarily bet, but on a lark we kind of bet, but we realize it's a lark. And when we ask, by the way, when we ask analytics guys like Andy McNeil about that, hey, is there value if it's still scoreless after the first period? <laughs> Andy is still like, no, not exactly. They hate it when we ask those, when we ask those questions, and I like swear by it. I'm uh, like, are you telling me? Three to one on a hockey dog. So this was Jonathan Davis, who we've had on the show before. Uh, I mean, he's been on several shows on the network. Flyers. Plus four ninety five last night was that is that really right? Yeah, Flyers plus four ninety five, Stars plus three fifteen. There was a bunch of dogs that hit yesterday. So, so this is the thing. Like, and this is why I always say about betting. Like, not everything is splitting the atom in betting, right? There's there's some things where you're crunching numbers and you're doing it by data and you're all about the the art of the handicap. And then there's some things like the NFL draft, which is just informational. And then there's stuff like that. Then there's in-game, right? Then there's stuff like that where we're just like, we know nothing. We can't name a player on either team, let's be honest. Yeah. But we're like, that's a plus 450, or in this case, plus 495 dog. These are still two professional hockey teams. And as our buddy Matt Brown used to say, do they still let them have sticks <laughs> if they're $5 dogs? Like, why are they $5 dogs? So $5 dog. Okay, you yeah. the Stars plus 315. This one from Jonathan Davis last night. Sea of Red. He's using all the hashtags for the names. Sure. So stay with me. Sure. Not a big hockey guy. Sea of Red, I believe, is Calgary plus 315. Uh, the Hurricanes, 3-1 to one dogs. And the Sabres plus 295. Blue- Bruins plus 235. And the Canadians plus 220. And I'm watching nine innings of baseball? Like, that's me? insane. We should be doing that. Again, that's, that is the one thing that we, we also try to, we really do try to convey on this show, which is as much as this is our lives and we're immersed in this and we're super close to the sun and we want to do good and we like to tell you when to avoid stuff, some things you just better off not betting, then there's some things that are just brain dead like that, which I believe that list home. was from the past two days, but still. Okay, but still. Like, that's that's just it's wild. It's wild, and I'll never get over Gil. And, and we've talked about this a lot. I'm, I'm PTA. Uh, look, man, there, there's some ho- hockey handicappers out there we we trust. I just the, the the part of the sport where it's I'm gonna take a shot. Absolutely. And my teammate is hopefully gonna get in the way of my shot to deflect it with his stick. <laughs> that's right. To go in the goal. I'm like I don't know how you handicap that, but God bless you because I I wouldn't be able to. Listen, when they call a play, when they get a huddle over there on the bench and they call a play, and then one and a half seconds into it, it bounces off someone's skate. That's hockey. That's hockey. Let's do some uh, adjusted season win totals in the National Football League. Shall we start with the AFC? You want to start AFC or NFC? NFC. Oh, NFC. thought you said AFC before. Switch okay. it up on you. All right. NFC. Let's do NFC. I don't know. I didn't come in today trying to be oppo on, with Will Hill on everything, but it appears I'm oppo on Will, with Will Hill on everything. That's not what you said before the show. You were like, I'm going oppo, whatever Will Hill says today. <laughs> I come into this morning. I'm not going to let him on Skype. <laughs> we're going to put him and go oppo with him, everything. Two things on today's show. One, I don't plan on being very good, <laughs> and two, I'm going oppo on Will Hill. 
Uh, Giants. So we're showing a nine and a half here at BetMGM. But if you shop around a little bit, Mr. Bidlin. Shop around. Yes. It's amazing. If you shop around, there's a 10 out there at old DraftKings. And by the way, that one's minus 110, I believe, on each side, if I'm not mistaken, over at DraftKings. Um, I'll double check on that. I was doing some of this yesterday because this is it's a great exercise. We love doing these segments, yep. but I think it's a great exercise for you and me too, Gil, of just looking at even just looking at these numbers. And yeah, you go, go you have to shop around. We we say that for every market, but even this one, yeah, it's ten minus one ten on either side of DraftKings. All right, so I'm going under on that ten. Now the Giants are currently five and one in your standings. Now to get beaten on this, I'm going under. To get beaten. They've got to win six out of their last 11. They've got to go six and five. All right, that's how you get beat on this. All right, they have at Jaguars, at Seahawks. Want to split those for them? Sure. Let's split that's those. what I did in my head last night. Let's split those. They get one of those, they lose the other. Then they have a bye. All right, then they have home Texans. Let's give them a win there. Home Lions. Do you want to give them that win? Mm, okay, I guess. I yeah, I gave I, I gave them wins for both those. All right, but then they have at Cowboys. L. They have two Commanders games with an Eagles game wedged in between. Let's split the Commanders and, two. and give them an L on the Eagles. And they close at Vikings, home Colts, at Eagles. So how many did we count there? One, two, three, four. Maybe five. Yeah, I think you go under on that. Me too. So, I, so I, I'm, I'm looking through this a little bit different lens. Yeah. I'm glad you brought this team up first because I'm looking through this a little bit different lens because this is the only in-season win total bet I've made so far wow. was on Giants over seven and a half. Like it. With the whole idea in mind, Gil, that we were going to circle back at some point and I was going to hopefully get a number like we're talking about right here today. So under 10, if I can find that here in town, gives me push protection on the 10, nine and eight are winners on a middle. You may very well push this. You may very well push this, but I think the chances of winning it are greater than the chances yeah. of losing it. And so and I for think me, that's I still a hit the over seven and a half, ideally. Did you have an NFC one you want to do afterwards? Yeah, we can get well, to it. Well, so later we'll do yeah, an NFC one with Kelly. We have some AFC thoughts as well. Uh, but Mike Pritchard joins us on the other side. Our own Mike Pritchard, who has played the game at the highest level. He's got thoughts on the National Football League. We will find out what those are. I got questions. Big ones. On a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 